Hey team, it's Fab here from Creative Impact. I have a couple of questions for you. Let me see what your answer is. Do you want to scale your brand online but lack the clarity and accountability to take the next steps? Are you spending too much time on social media, not seeing a return of investment, not growing and trying to constantly beat the algorithm? Do you wish there was a safe space for you to share your work, get feedback, brainstorm and mastermind with fellow entrepreneurs making a positive impact online? If the answer to any of this is yes, then listen up because we have what you need to get the focus, the structure and the support that you're looking for to grow your brand online. This is your special invitation to join us on the Creative Impact Collective. When people ask me what is the collective like, I like to say it's like a business coach in your pocket, but even better. We want you to grow your brand by taking consistent action and solve existing problems with tangible feedback and accountability from the team and other members. We also are here to encourage you to grow two times faster by gaining clarity in the direction that you need to follow based on your individual needs. You can save up to 10 hours each month by learning how to optimize creating more time for your work and yourself. Too good to be true? Absolutely not. This is what we're here for. We're here to help you build a stronger brand one month at a time. With monthly interactive workshops, member skill sharing masterclasses, weekly group masterminds and networking, and even co-working and accountability calls, we're here to help you make a difference with a host of resources, as well as the safe space you need to grow your brand online and offline. If you're as excited as I am to have you on board, then all you have to do is go to creativeimpact.group collective to turn working into your brand a powerful habit. Getting started is so easy. All you have to do is join the membership and receive support from a thriving community of other entrepreneurs. You'll then jump into an onboarding group call to plan your journey and get the most out of the platform. And finally, you'll be able to discover all the resources you need to grow your brand, share your successes and get feedback on your journey. To get started and join the family and get that business coach in your pocket, go to creativeimpact.group slash collective to join us today. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. Great. That is a beautiful way to start a podcast, if ever I've seen one. I think every podcast should start with about five minutes of just like shigging it off and just dancing. It's like... This is where you wish that a podcast actually had some visuals to it <laughs> as well. I mean, would you? Maybe, maybe as one of like the little reels that come from this podcast, it can be us <laughs> shimmying. What do you think? <laughs> if you do it for long enough, Chris might actually take a snapshot of that. Oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> and just have us like just shimmying. I just be like, are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> Chris is going to be like, they're having a fit. <laughs> Problem is, every single time I talk to you, that's pretty much what happens, at least in between, whether we talk about boobs or something else, something comes up and it just happens. Oh, I just, 
I wish I could see Chris's face when this gets edited, honestly. Like, if we can just arrange that, that would be great. <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask and see if we can arrange that. I'm pretty sure we, we will be able to. You know what it made me think as well? The dancing that nobody could see, <laughs> and you're welcome, of when I was uh, rearranging the clips from my wedding, there is actually a moment where <laughs> I'm still dressing my, my long dress, and I spot Amy on the other side, and we just kind of do the same shimming that we were doing right now to each other when the song came up. And it was just literally, I had this little clip of the two of us just kind of like <laughs> to each other. I was like, it's great. So what can I say? It's our move. I got to wait to do that at your wedding. So now we're going to do the opposite. I'm just going <laughs> to shimmy your way. You're going to be like, she knows. She knows. <laughs> shimmy and across the darts for a little babe. <laughs> oh God, what? What a year. And it's only Mark. What a year. <laughs> what a year. I mean, we're not even halfway through it. I know. And actually, our time, time of coming out is going to be April, but let's put it this way. It's a couple mm. of weeks before it goes out. And I was just reflecting, obviously, on lessons. I was trying to brainstorm with Amy what we were going to talk about and what we are going to uh, discuss. And obviously, with Creative Impact merging, and we use the word evolving a lot, so I'm going to go with evolving mm-hmm. into something new after eight years. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it was Health Bloggers community at the beginning. Shout out to anyone who remembers that. Oh, HBC! Shout out to the HBC! <laughs> so, you know, five or six years of that and then a couple of years of Creative Impact. And I was talking to, to Amy right before we went on air about how 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 easy it is to forget that then it becomes, your business becomes a very big part of your life. And having to evolve in a way where, in this case, Creative Impact will cease to exist. I wasn't, I was expecting, but I wasn't sure how I was going to feel, but I was expecting some emotional, obviously like, you know, response to it, but I generally didn't know what it was going to be. And I feel there's a lot of bittersweet pride on what I've created and also just kind of seeing how far people have come, the people we've supported. But yeah, it's really, really weird. And I think intellectually, you know that you're going to be attached or you're going to be wanting your little baby business to succeed and to keep on and growing and evolving. But also, again, there's the element of a bit of sadness as well as that happens. So I thought today we're going to talk about lessons, obviously from your side as well, because I think both of us live different iterations of different things and kind of see, you know, lessons. I think the lessons that businesses can teach us, they're not just about business. I think that's a big one that I've realized in the past month, going through a big transition that we're still in the process of going through. So I thought this is the last episode ever of the Make an Impact show. Oh my God, last episode I know, after like over 100. So I thought, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to bring Amy in. I'm going to have a chat. And then obviously, if you want to still find out more about us, go in the show notes. Uh, We are still around. Obviously, Oak Marketing School is where you can find more about us from now on. And I do have a show there. It just means I'll have to invite Amy to the to all marketing school it's fine oh surely not <laughs> no i'm not doing it <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's more like about the dancing that we're gonna get through like if that was the case but you know what you know that's the thing but let me ask you babes, babes, <laughs> Go on, what is hard one but going back to what we were talking about oh, no. a lesson that you learned from your business that was not about business a lesson from my biz, a lesson from business that's not about my business. Oh, that is a tricky one, cranky. We're going straight in there, aren't we? Um, I think a lesson from my business that I don't know about business that actually my self trust around the things that I 
think and feel in my personal life and how much I do that and how much I build that up then links into all the other areas of my life. And if I don't listen to myself and things don't feel right in my personal life, then there is no way that I'm going to listen to myself when things don't feel right elsewhere. I think that's probably my main one. How about you? I'm actually wondering, before I tell you mine, because by the way, this is a big one for me as well. But So would you say that, see, for me, it's almost the other way around. Starting to appreciate the handbook will be right when it comes to what you should do with your own brand. You sh- you know, there's advice is great, getting feedback and second thoughts and sounding boards. But at the end of the day, as you said, is your trust. But for me, I found that actually having a lot of that trust when it came to my business choices, even when they were the hard ones to make, regardless, helped me with my personal life instead. So again, it almost kind of started from the business first that gave me the confidence then to do to be more in tune with myself from a personal perspective. So that was my difference. And that's how I did it. My, Mm. okay, a lesson. Mm. My business taught me about life. Ah, Well, they kind of came together. I think it's been my resilience. It's almost been able to see how resilient I am as a person. Mm. And actually, even more so, ah, double down being vulnerable and uh i talked about it in other podcasts but rarely mine <laughs> but i we come from a generation both of us because we're not too far away um we're still when you were younger talking about mental health was a big stigma and talking about how you felt was a big stigma and my mental health issues are actually quite intense and something that i know that now a lot of people all talk about openly but because of the experience and journey that i went through i don't and Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll still keep it for myself and for me to go through with, you know, the experts and the people that I I want to support me through that recovery. And I guess that just healing process. But I realized that I'm a lot more open about some of it. And I think it's because of that way of us like, I want to shop the way that I want to shop in business. And I think that's very important. I don't want to share things that I don't feel comfortable But seeing the kindness of other people and the understanding, especially the people that get you, really gave me that confidence to be like, I almost celebrating my weird. I was Mm -hmm. reading um, Dave Grohl's storyteller book. Excellent. And he's like talking about how he kept waving his freaky flag Mm -hmm. and why that's actually a cool thing to do. And I think that's a great reminder of that. It's like, you know, embracing your weird and embracing your vulnerability can be hard in general. I think for our generation, we don't talk about it enough. It was really hard as you were a teenager or a kid. Now it's harder in different ways because now you have the online world, which means that you can genuinely be bullied in a a million more ways. So I understand that. For us, the main problem was actually not being able to talk about it. And I think a lot Mm. of people not understanding it. So yeah, I think that was it. So it's kind of almost the business helped me with that, funnily enough. And they kind of worked really well together. They almost reclaimed my identity a bit Mm. uh, through Mm. that experience, which is a bit weird. Am I making any sense or did I already start mm-hmm. with the ramble? No, you are absolutely making total sense. And do you know what? One of the things that I really love, if I may, about how you know you have really brought your personality to Creative Impact Co. is that you've done exactly that. You've brought your personality to it. And actually, you know, that's what makes 
it's such a pleasure to to have seen you know all the evolutions over the years from the health bloggers community into creative impact and now you going on to the art marketing school is that it's it's been amazing to see you bring yourself to it and show up for yourself through it I really you know I've really loved seeing that evolution of you through it so thank you for that as well um may I ask you a question because I feel like seeing as it's the last episode like you know it's time the table's turned, right? Isn't it? Um, so in terms of that, embracing the weirdness and flying that flag, how has that how has that evolution shown up for you over the last eight years? I mean, the evolution of, of the flag. <laughs> okay. mm, and you embracing who you are and bringing your personality to the business and how has it changed how you do things? I got a super crass one. <laughs> Go on. Uh, people will know. People will know if if they if you follow me on social, you will know or you will have seen um, my looks. That's really weird. But um, aside from my hair color, which is the joke, because now I've been the same hair color for a while, but I've had pretty much about probably ten different hair colors in the past twenty years, including pink that. and marine amazing. Blue. I know that was right at the beginning of Creative Impact. It was Mermaid Blue. So, but one of the fun things that I always bang on about and that you can see on my social is my obsession for band t shirts, just literally millions of them. So, if you just look at any videos or anything, there usually is a band t shirt in that. And that's what I would wear when I was 15 and 16. So, yes. And obviously now I wear it class and I'm trying to be fashionable about it, but I still love it because music is a big part of my identity and it's always been, that's the reason why I moved to the UK, that's the reason why I started everything and, you know, having that slightly, again, unconventional, you can say, um, look has been something that I was going to shine away from a bit, I wanted to be taken seriously at heart, regardless of the businesses that I run, I'm still a marketer, I know that that's what my passion is now. The other passion and purpose is to help people make a positive impact. Medium is marketing. That's that's what I somehow enjoy reading about and actually learning from. Um, and I thought, what well, a marketer should have their little blazer and they should have, you know, the little cool blouse. <laughs> oh, oh. But, you know, that's I don't know the marketing I blouse. I couldn't imagine you wearing a marketing <laughs> blouse and a blazer, flat, Fab. <sighs> you joke, though, but for a while I was kind of more into this kind of airy, fairy, ditzy, sort of like nice floral, even pink. And then I look back and I'm like, mm-hmm. no. But because I was almost trying to refine myself. And then when I started being like, no, I do love my band t-shirt and I do love to be able to show up even in the way that I dress. Sometimes we forget that the uniforms that we choose when it comes to our work can also be reflected when you work for yourself. And so being wanting to be known by feeling a certain way and looking a certain way Again, it's very crass and can sound a bit shallow, but it just made me more comfortable into who I am and in my own skin a lot. And um, I think that's been what has been evolving. So I started looking a certain way because it was the wellness world and I was still new to it. It was about Mm. seven years ago when we started. So it was very yoga vibe inspired, just fine. And I kind of liked it. But then when I dress, how I dress now, when I got my little (laughs) Bowie t-shirt on, that's when I feel at my best, and to me, and I got twenty-two tattoos, twenty-two all over my body, and I love them. I'm impressed. Yes, I didn't realize it was that many because you can't see them all. 
Oh. You can't share them all. To be honest, they're mostly on my, on my arms and my back, but again, they go all the way down the back. So, um, so yeah, I got a few. And um, again, it's just that they're changing the perception of what professional should be like, what somebody trustworthy should be like, you know, the knowledge and the experience. And that's all I've been wanting to do is almost like you be uniquely you. And I think owning my my need to show showcase that in a way that I dress in the way that I ink my body has been coming back to that feeling comfortable mm-hmm. with it and when you think about it, especially in a world right now where we are especially as personal brands but brands in general we're really showing up a lot more and I'm talking to somebody who knows that you know showing up online showing up you know there's really you don't just show up with your words or with your knowledge but also with how you feel in the way that you that you look and you present yourself so again, I think I think for a lot of us, something that maybe we felt, well, it doesn't really matter if I'm wearing something because I should instead of what mm-hmm. makes me feel good. No, it does matter. It does matter a lot. Like feeling comfortable in yourself is almost as important as the years of experience you have. Yeah. Long answer, but that is it. I love that. I love that. And I think that's such an important learning because, yeah, we have we all get taught that idea of what professional is and what professional looks like. And, you know, that will change as we go on from year to year to year but actually then it's very easy to lose sight of who we are within what it is that we're doing so I think that's such a good point that actually you know doesn't matter really like we have the opportunity that's the beauty of running our own businesses is that we can bring ourselves into them and I think one of my first memories of you Fab when I before I knew you properly like like we know each other now was I came along to a I think it was to health bloggers community at that point I came along to an event and I think I was kind of like milling around and then you got everyone sat down and I remember you opened the event by I cannot remember what song it was but you got everyone to sing along to a song it was frozen it was let it go was it frozen was it fra- no I feel like it this was before that I feel like this was like Taylor Swift or something could have been. okay could have been maybe paying for something like that okay I did frozen though as well I've definitely been there I've definitely been at an event where you did Frozen, but I'm talking like way back, way back. And I feel like it may have been something like Taylor Swift. And I just remember thinking, wow, that is amazing that that girl up there has got the guts to go up and do that in front of everyone and start her event like that. That is incredible. And that has always really stuck in my mind's eye of like you absolutely rocking it at the front of the stage for that event and really hyping it up. And then when you did it at at that one with the Frozen as well, I just just loved it. So again, you know, you bringing your personality into it. I love it. Love it. Sorry, I'll stop talking. Do you know what? More than anything, I'm baffled because I don't remember which song it was because it would have stuck with me. I know that (laughs) Shake It Off is a really good one that I would use also for myself to shake it off when I felt like a bit, but I think it goes back again to my personality. I mean, again, I'd rather listen to Foo Fighters than Taylor Swift, no offense, Taylor, <laughs> but still my love of music really makes me connect with songs. And for me, it's a great way to get people to kind of snap out of where they're at and kind of put themselves into the space. And you're right though. And I think there are weird things that I don't, maybe don't feel as comfortable doing, or there are my still have a bit of a nervousness around, but usually making a fool of myself with music or in front of a lot of people somehow was snapped out of me really quickly. I think it was because when I was like between the age of five and 10, we had to do this 
ridiculous kind of like elementary school um what's it called like little recitals kind of like recitals but it was really mm-hmm. it was odd with songs and things and we were dancing we, were just, we did grease one year so it was wild and I remember I was down on that stage and being like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm feeling good so what is that what is that but it's kind of funny because first of all thank you for sharing that and thank you even if you you know didn't pay her to say this but thank you for choosing some of those moments because it really shows that what I have been doing and what I've been trying to do has come across, which is obviously I want to teach people. I want to educate people. That's what I do with everything I do. But if I can put in their memory one moment, one five minute stint where I made them feel good and I actually give them that, you know, how you make people feel. Um, sorry, my Angelou stealing your words, but that's what really matters. That's what people are going to remember, how you make them feel. And I think it's one of the things that sometimes we tend to forget and something that I've been rekindling mm-hmm. with for a while. It's just that openness to kind of do that for mm-hmm. yourself. But it's not easy, is it? I think sometimes we forget that and it's really hard because I want to almost kind of throw something back at you but also reflect. Also, we need to remember that everybody who runs a business who is their own business for some of us. They also have their own life and their personal life and I think it's hard sometimes to remember that even when we show up, because we want to show up for others, there's a lot more going on for ourselves. And I think, you know, there's, it's hard sometimes to forget about that. I see it's changed a bit. I see vulnerability has become a bit easier for people to approach. But I want to hear a bit more. I talked a lot about my experience with it. I want to hear a bit more about your experience as well, because I know that a big part of what you do is the confidence, the mindset. And sometimes I feel people think if I'm confident that, I cannot be vulnerable or I shouldn't be vulnerable. Um, so yeah, I wanted to hear a bit more about that because, again, I think it's a big lesson that I had to learn and a big lesson that I think a lot of us learn along the way. Mm, mm. I mean, I guess it, it comes down to what what is everyone's definition of confidence in the first place. And that will change from person to person to person. And for each of my clients, that is different. And, you know, I talk a lot about the idea of of being really connected to yourself and aligning your your life and your business with, with who it is that you are and where it is that you want to be going and then supporting yourself to be able to thrive in your version of success. But again, that looks different to everybody and every single person. So, you know, around that idea of embracing who you are and the confidence to be able to do that, it's like, well, actually, what does that look like? If I was to really embrace myself, you know, for me, I know uh, that it's probably some pretty dodgy dancing, making some really bad dad jokes. Um, Fab's just giving me a little, like, funky dance over there. You know, I had a, an event that I did last week, and each day I opened it with some different music. One of the days was Spice Girls. Another one of the days was Basement Jacks. And another one of the days was Fleetwood Mac. And... You know, I was there having a boogie whilst everyone was jumping on and I was having a great time. And, you know, that was me really in my element because I was able to show up with the confidence. I was not ashamed that I was playing the Spice Girls. I couldn't have cared less. And, you know, I was like, no, I'm doing this my way. Oh, dear, like the Frank Sinatra song. But a little bit like what you were saying as well in terms of 
just bringing my personality to who it is and not being ashamed to do that and not feeling like I've got to be that professional. Like, you know, if I show up in a way that feels really good and really confident for me, playing the Spice Girls, embracing my best life, pretending that I'm a nine-year-old girl again in my living room doing the dance moves, then the right people will connect back with that and the right, you know, the people that resonate with that are my kind of people. And that is, again, you know, what really excites me is then you get the connection and the authenticity coming. And the amount of people that were going, oh, my gosh, you're playing the Spice Girls. This is taking me back to my childhood. This is incredible. Thank you so much. And I was like, winner. So I can't remember what your original question was, but I've just told you about how much I love the Spice Girls. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that fits with the question, whatever the question was. <laughs> wasn't it? It was about confidence. So, you know, if you want a confidence like emblem, I think Spice Girls can definitely be their representation of confidence. Plus, I want to say I'm hoping that somebody during that event was actually danced their little bums off as well. Oh, I laugh. hope so, because there's video evidence of me doing that. So I hope other people were doing it too. <laughs> you know that I will be there with you, right? That that would be me. I would just be like, again. let's, you know, find your people in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, as I was reflecting about all the beautiful things and gifts that Creative Impact have given me, I think the people have been the one. Um, and that's what you will remember in your journey in general in life. But definitely when it came to the business, even as, you know, we wave goodbye and move it into something else, you know, the memories of the people that we've supported, that supported us, that, you know, we've been doing boogies with. Uh, and that I've met and people that I created a connection with for life, not just for that for that moment or for that event, I think is a great reminder of the gifts that you can get. And it's kind of weird sometimes how you literally have to go through a big change because it's a massive change in order to do that. You know, obviously it doesn't always have to be a concurrent with a massive change, but I find that, you know, they make you think about the things and they make you reflect. And on the topic of evolution, I want to say one more thing because you mentioned it. I also find that I mean, we've been running the business for eight years, which is quite a long time. And evolution for us means that now I can serve people in the best way and still serve with the mission of helping people make an impact. And I think that's very important. But also sometimes we forget that, I mean, you wouldn't tell because of my beautiful face, but I am in my 30s. And obviously life changes and how, how we approach life changes. And I felt when I was in my 20s, I was like, it's fine. I'm gonna be businessing all the time and you know husbands love you baby um husbands actually all the grown-up stuff actually all the grown-up stuff good point whatever that might be whether it's a pet baby whether it's a baby baby whether it's more than one baby baby whether it's plant babies you should be fine but you know you never know maybe you've got loads of plant babies <laughs> And responsibility like, isn't it you've got to keep them alive don't ask me to keep a plant i can't keep it alive <laughs> neither can i babes neither can i thankfully we can't see them but they're around us and they're all asking for help um <laughs> poor little plants but you know what i mean it's i realized that then to me the evolution of what success means which you talked about and that's why i was picking up on that but also how i wanted to serve my people best whilst also leading my life and evolving my life it, it was a different it was a different perspective perspective and I wonder whether it was because I started a business in my 20s and you know now I'm approaching a different stage of my life and sometimes I find that 
we forget when you start a business at that age, when you're a bit younger, you know, there are going to be responsibilities that are going to come in. They're going to shift what you deem success. So also stupid things like your working hours or your commitment to the business. And um, we intellectually know, but again, I don't think he did hit me until I reached 30 somehow. And I was like, wait a second, I want to do different things. I want to commit to, to some adulting stuff. I need to make time for that. And that was a big thing. And again, maybe it's just me. I was naive not to think that it will have happened. But maybe it's just me. But it doesn't look like it is. No, I don't think it is. I don't think, I, you know, I think when you're in your 20s, you know, because I'm also in my 30s, I think when you're in your 20s, you you kind of just go along for the ride, don't you? And, you know, you've got that fearless fearlessness and you're like, well, I haven't really got that many responsibilities in life yet. So why not? And, you know, you're, you you kind of just go with the moment and you, you go with what you want to do. Um, and it's okay to be working 12 hours a day if you want. And it's okay to be going out, uh, you know, going out in the evenings after that and, you know, getting three hours sleep and then doing everything again, you know because you're you're finding out who you are and you're exploring and that's that's the real opportunity to do it and I certainly you know use my 20s I didn't really like the idea of having resp- proper responsibilities and I still don't really feel like I'm old enough to have adult responsibilities but you know says the girl who when this goes out will be getting married in about three weeks time um <laughs> you know whatever however no I mean as we shift and evolve our businesses have the flexibility and our businesses will need to be able to shift and evolve as well because us as business owners, we need our businesses to be able to support us and vice versa, you know. So I totally get what you're saying around needing space to do the adulting stuff, the grown-up stuff, you know, needing time for yourself, needing time to be able to make memories with people around you. Um, You know, all of that kind of thing you don't necessarily think about all that much in your 20s. But yeah, no, I'm totally with you. And that's something that is a constant process as a business owner, I think. And, you know, I'm sure it will change again when we go into mid to late 30s and I'm sure again in 40s, you know, and so on and so on and so on. And I guess that's just the circle of life. Very true. (laughs) There was a dramatic pause and it was just because I couldn't unmute myself. (laughs) Well, this last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep that in. Like, <laughs> yes, drop. Me. And I was like, I'm mute. I'm mute. Where is that mute? So we're giving you all the tea today since it's our, our last Make an Impact Show episode. And one of the funny things about thinking about this, this show is that the name has always been the same, but we started with the HBC team because it was that long ago. So it's really weird. And, and, and you're right. And I think it just reminds us of the evolution of ourselves as people, of our businesses, and it's kind of funny to think about how far things have come. And I swear to myself, I was going to keep, mm-hmm. I was going to be keeping my cool. But yeah, if you are listening and you have been a listener and you've been supporting us for a very long time, in a way, we're not going anywhere. We're just evolving and changing and shifting. But I also want you to know that we appreciate you, every single one of you, everybody that's even took the time to like or comment or share something or give us feedback. Sometimes just because you receive a lot of messages or you receive a lot of responses or emails, you can get back to everyone and people. But I just want you to know from a business owner perspective, 
I see everyone. I, again, maybe don't remember the names, but I never forget a face. Apologies if I forgot your name at some point. It's just me. Uh, but I never forget a face, you know. I always want people to feel welcomed and I do my best to do that. And uh, and I want you to, to know and to remember yourself also as a business owner that it's okay if you're really trying to be there for everyone, but you can't, it's okay. As businesses grow, as they change, you will remember them and you will appreciate them. And the fact that you cannot get back to every single comment all the time is not a reflection of the fact that you don't mind. I think, you know, we can forget that sometimes where we're like, I want to be there, but it's, you know... Keeping up with social media sometimes is a job in itself. And don't we know it? Oh, nightmare. Nightmare. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Can I ask yeah. you, okay, yeah. babe? This is mm-hmm. a hard question. That's why I'm asking it to you so you start. <laughs> um, parting words. You know, if these are the last few words that an unwitting listener is going to listen to for this show, all about making an impact. I'm going to ask you, actually, now. I'm going I'm to give you a question. What does making an impact mean to you? We ask it to a lot of, of guests, so I think it's good to end that way. What does making an impact mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does making an impact mean to me? It means connecting with and supporting people to reach their full potential to the absolute best of my genuine, authentic, Spice Girl-filled ability with some dodgy dancing on the side. And yeah, making people feel like they can do things that they want to do and get there and leaving that long-lasting memory and that long-lasting feeling of like, I can do this. I can do this. That would be mine. How about you? I'm going to storm a bit of my lines. (laughs) Oh, oh damn it. Not the Spice Girls <laughs> bit, by the way, even if it was in there somewhere. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. We know you love the Spice Girls secretly, Fab. Shut up. Oh, my God. I had the movie. I had the merch. I created my own merch. No, no, I loved it. That Lime Green videotape. Come on. Did they have them in Italy? Was it Lime Green? No. <gasps> the things we were missing, hey? Oh, my gosh. Fab's <laughs> looking at me like I am absolutely absolutely crazy the Spice Girls movie was on a lime green videotape not for us well you missed out <laughs> we did miss out Jeez, it was like just a normal one. Oh, everybody can have a normal one. Oh, god damn it all right now I'm really now I'm really upset if you still have your lime green videotape at home please take a picture and send it to at Fab Giovanetti on Instagram I do want to see it. so she can see I'm not lying <laughs> I want to see the person who's going to be like, I kept up for something. I knew it. I was going to need it one day. <laughs> I know. Oh, right. What? Okay. <clears throat> Coming back. Back in the room. Right. So what does making an impact mean to you, Fab? So stealing the, stealing the verse was going to be definitely about getting people, making people feel seen. That was one. And I think that's really important for me because it's all about the community feeling, you know, allowing people to kind of do that. But I think for me, empowering people is, sorry, making an impact is empowering people to come together and have the confidence to, you know, be the change they want to see in the world. That's what I would say. And that could be anything. It can be on a wider scale. It can be with the people around you. 
But if you can come, if we can come together and give each other the confidence and the support and the space to be that positive change we want to see in the world. And it has to be a small thing. I think sometimes we are pushing ourselves to do always too much, but it can be that that comment. It can be that audio note to remind people that they're awesome. Then I've done my job. I love that. I love that. And you are awesome too. You're awesome too. Just want to say that to you. We're doing a little girl fangirling now. That's the way to close the podcast. Yeah, I'm doing a little fangirling. <laughs> but no, I mean, you think last eight years, what you've done and you've created with the Creative Impact Co and Make an Impact. And, you know, everything that you have created and the difference that you've really had on everybody's lives through the work that you've done, you are awesome. So thank you. Because without you, I mean, I mean, without your events, I wouldn't be here chatting to you and we wouldn't be friends. And I'm sure there are so many people that have got memories of you and the work that you've done and the work that, you know, the impact that you've had and, and the support that you've given. So thank you. And I am so excited to see the evolution um, and what comes next for you. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm just going to say where people can find out more about me quick. Can we get a crying? Can we get a crying? Can we get a crying? <laughs> to be honest, I'm being quite warm. So it's actually like my, my face is quite, it's quite red today already. Um, <laughs> what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to deflect on the crying and actually share with people where they can still say hi. So if you still want to say hi, for now, we'll redirect you to saying hi to obviously myself and Amy, first and foremost. So you can find me on social at Fab Giovanetti. Come and say hi to me. And uh, if you want to find out more about Alt Marketing School, is altmarketingschool.com or altmarketingschool on Instagram. And that's where you can see some of the evolution of some of the work that we're going to be doing. What about yourself, babes? Myself. You can find me over on socials at Amy Layton. And also you can head to my website, which is amylayton.com. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at Creative Impact Co. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group. <laughs>